0: Champs High School Hockey Preview is presented by Alta Equipment Company, Michigan's number one construction equipment provider with over 40 brands. Get the right equipment for your project every time. Also brought to you by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. For all things Michigan High School Hockey, go to the hub at mihshockeyhub.com.
1: And welcome to the State Champs High School Hockey Preview Show. I'm Jonathan Kidd along with Sean Belize. And, Sean, welcome back. Always a pleasure, John,
0: uh, ready for the season to start. And as always, we appreciate you guys for taking the time to watch this.
1: And a shout-out again to our presenting sponsor, the Alta Equipment Company, and our friends at the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. You can watch our show on our website at StateChampsNetwork.com, and it's available on our Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Lots of content to see on our show.
0: Yeah, and you know what? As always, we appreciate your comments and suggestions. and We can't cover everything, so that's why we're asking you to let us know some things that are happening around the state that you think uh, we should know.
1: All right. Before we talk about this season, let's take a look back from last season in Division One. Detroit Catholic Central didn't lose to a team in the state of Michigan as they went on to win its first state title since 2016.
0: Well, they were they were on a mission all year. I make make no mistake about it. From the very beginning of the year, uh, just the way they carried themselves, it it was different. They. Felt like you know that something was taken from them in in the previous year in in, in 2018, and so they went and, and took it back in 2019. So a tremendous run by the Shamrocks, and John, you know what? They're loaded once again.
1: All right, in Division Two, and led by the play of the Mister Hockey winner, Joey Larson, Hartland beat Trenton for the second year in a row in the state final. Uh, Talk about getting hot at the right time.
0: They did, and and that's what it's all about. And, you know, you give the tip of the cap to to Coach Gadwa and his staff. They have really built something special out there in Heartland. And even if they come limping into the playoff, they're still Heartland. You know, we're getting to that point. You know, we've said for years, Brighton. and We're getting to the point we might have to start saying Heartland. The second you count them out, you're making a big, big mistake.
1: And in Division Three, Detroit Country Day, under the solid goaltending play of Samoval, who won our Player of the Year award, won his second state title in a row. You know what? It was a
0: tremendous run, and it's funny. The year before, we were we were all over them very early. And last year, there were so many interesting stories in Division Three. It was such an intriguing league, and I think it is again this year. By the way, it was almost like, oh yeah. And then there's the defending champion, uh, Detroit Country Day. Uh, They showed, once again, I mean, just a tremendous job there by Frank and his entire staff of of winning back-to-back. It's not easy especially when you're talking about john when you're talking about division two you're talking about division three you are talking about a plethora of teams literally that could make the case for winning a championship
1: to do it two years in a row major props sean who has the best chance to raise the trophy again out of those three teams
0: you know what i'm gonna say catholic central and i think to a lot of people they're probably gonna say well that's the easy answer and well it is the easy answer i mean they're loaded once again um I think what people forget is, you know, not only did you say goodbye to a lot of incredible Shamrock players, but um, the underclassmen last year were phenomenal. Um, When you ask people around the state, and I've already done this as we're starting to formulate our our, our player of the year list and everything. When you ask people around the state who the best player in the state is, I'm not joking when I say this. I would say 80% of the people that I have talked to Without hesitation, have thrown the word Gaffney out there, or I should say the name Gaffney out there, and for good reason. So he's going to be but a part of another loaded team for Coach Kalinicky and his staff.
1: In the last couple of years, we've talked about a few teams that that could fly under the radar as the season started. We talked about Gabriel Shard a few years ago, and they have made the Division Three Final Four the last couple of years. We talked about Farmington. Farmington in 2014 flew under the radar, and guess what happened? They won the state title. You talked about Country Day in 2018 that no one talked about, and guess what? They won the state title. And then last year, we people told us, look out for Alpena. Yeah. And Alpena, look what they did. You know, They went on to the state quarterfinals before losing to Houghton. Is there going to be that team this year, or is that going to be a team that we just have to watch throughout the season?
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting, John. I mean, in, in talking to some people, I, I haven't heard um, – you know a unanimous decision i can tell you this a couple different coaches on the west side told me look out for mona Shorts by the time uh the season is all done uh they've they've loaded up on some new talent and one coach in particular said what Mona Shores is in December and what Mona Shores will be in February are, are going to be two different things. So uh, I'll, I'll keep a, a, an eye on the sailors best I can from this side of the state. Uh, a couple guys in KLAA country have mentioned Canton. And I think Canton is a team that you, you saw them take some steps last year They had two really good goalies last year. Uh, They were a sophomore and a junior. Now they're, if I'm not
1: mistaken, one is going to be a junior. The other is going to be a senior. So that's a, a team to keep an eye on. And we'll be talking about the KLAA here in just a few minutes. But let's start our statewide preview and let's go to northern Michigan. We just talked about Alpena and their run last season. You know, you had Petoskey in the Traverse City Central, Traverse City West to add solid seasons in the Big North Conference. And you had the Bay Area reps who made it all the way to the Division One semifinals last
0: year. Well, it was a, it was a great story. Obviously, the story all year was Alpine. And when we talked about it from the first show that we got together, uh, a lot of the coaches that I talked to all over the state said, Look out for Alpina and look out for this Cooper Black kid. And they weren't wrong. Alpina had a, a memorable run. What can they do for an encore? I I, I think, if anything, they're going to have a chip on their shoulder to show to everybody that it wasn't just Cooper Black, that it was a darn good team. I'm really, really intrigued at the Bay Area reps because, you know, John, again, they're not a team that that we get a chance to see that all that often. So you look at their scores and everything, and sometimes that doesn't tell the story. I think the secret's out now, you know, how good they are. So I'm going to be intrigued to see if they can continue that, that, that upward progression. Coach Givens at, at at TCC, you know that he's always going to have a team that fights you hard. So there there are some big storylines out there. Is somebody going to be able to separate themselves from the pack? You know, is there a, a Gaylord? Is there a Bay Area Reps? Is there somebody in that, that northern lower peninsula that's, that's going to be able to separate themselves from the pack? That's always a big story heading into the season.
1: All right, we're going to cross the Mackinac Bridge to the upper peninsula. Houghton. They made it all the way to the D3 final before losing the Country Day. You know, we always talk about Matt, They had a solid season before yeah. losing the Houghton in the regionals. You also have Hancock that was kind of rebuilding a little bit last yeah. season. Don't forget Marquette, you know, they made it to the semis last year before losing Trenton.
0: Yeah, you know, and it's interesting, John, because I think you and I have both talked to to, to some people up there. There doesn't seem to be a consensus. If you talk to if you talk to one guy, uh, you know, I had somebody tell me, if you remember, Hancock was so young last year, and one guy said to me, look out, they're going to be da- very dangerous, and another guy said to me, eh, it might be a year, or if it comes together, it, it's late in the year. Uh, I think the one thing that you can say – I said it once, I said it a hundred times, when you go play Corey Markham's teams, you better be ready for war. And Calumet last year, I thought they were the class. I really did. I I thought that they were the class uh, of the UP, but again, it's unfortunate. A lot of times those two teams uh, have to face each other early. Remember the run that Kingsford had a couple years? That was a really- The Flivers. The Flivers, I love love that name. Marquette, as you mentioned, we had a chance to see them up close and personal uh, out at the public school showcase. And of course, we're going to be out at those things again if i may be so bold to remind people we'll see out there and we're probably going to tap you on the shoulder and, and bug you to talk to us so yeah i mean to me that's that's the the beauty of the up is any one of those teams can make a deep run and find themselves in the championship regardless of what division they play
1: in all right we move back down to the lower peninsula to the mid michigan area what can you say about the job jj bamberger has done at saginaw heritage they made it to the state finals. The last two years you know you also have flint powers a consistent program in division three midland dowell won 17 games in 2019 also you had davidson they had the dream teamer engaged thrall who had 54 goals last season mm-hmm. and then also you had the combined squad of fenton linden and the capital city capitals that had solid seasons as well last year
0: those john you know to me those are the stories that i love those those teams that burst on the scene and say, here we are. And, and, you know, the last ones that you mentioned, whether it be Fenton Linden or Freeland Saginaw Nouvelle, uh, Swan Valley, uh, Cap City. I-, I love to see those stories because, you know what, there are the usual suspects. And oftentimes when we're we're doing a show like this, you talk about the usual suspects because they've been good for so long. But these are the teams that, you know, you want to see them do it two, three, four years in a row. I think anybody that follows high school hockey knows there's a pretty good coach at Davison, so you know what they're going to bring to the table. Uh, you mentioned it. I mean, we we were talking up uh, Saginaw Heritage a couple years ago, said look out for these guys. Uh, J.J. Bamberger and and the Hawks were unbelievable last year. That was, in my opinion, John, I think if they play anybody else in the Division
1: One Finals – Saginaw is the state champion. I really believe that. I I really really believe that. And don't mention too like in those state title games, they gave CC and Brighton a game.
0: Everything you can, everything you can ask for. I mean, they really did. I I thought last year in particular. I I mean, they that was a fight for what was clearly the best team in the state. So I I'll repeat what I said. I I think you play anybody else in that championship game. And, and, and you're talking about a state championship for Saginaw heritage. So that's a good thing up there too. And I had a chance to talk to, to, to JJ a little bit, not only, you know, last year, but, uh, over the summer, we, we, we talked to via DM and everything. You know, one of the cool things for me is the amount of players coming out of that area now. And the Saginaw spirit have been up there for a while now. So kids in turn, uh, you know, whether it be through the spirit, whether it be just fans of the spirit and watching the spirit play, um, You're getting a lot of hockey players up there, and those hockey players are starting to filter out to the schools up there. You're only going to see that go like this in the next few years. They're going to be churning out a heck of a lot of quality players.
1: All right, so now we move to the west side of the state. You know, Grand Rapids, Forest Hills, Northern has made the Division II Final Four two of the last three seasons. We mentioned a few minutes ago about Mona Shores could make a surprise run this year. Division 3 at Forest Hill Central East Grand Rapids and Grand Rapids Catholic Central that was ranked in your top 25 last yep. season. Byron Center and Rockford had solid seasons in Division 1. You know, it's interesting because much like we were talking about in in the uh, UP
0: I talked to a few coaches last week, and I know I shared it with you. I'll share it with all of you guys. Um, Byron Center was a team last year that that we were on pretty early because multiple coaches said they're, they're veteran-laden. And guys are still saying, hey, you know what? In the process of being a veteran-laden team last year, a lot of these young guys got a chance to cut their teeth, and Byron Center is going to be a team to look out for. One early game that I'm going to keep a keen eye on is Forest Hill Central and, and Byron Center. I'm going to be really intrigued at that because I think Coach Zaszczak Has a pretty good team. Don't forget uh, Coach Brazil and that Granville team last year. You want to talk about a young team. I mean, that was an incredibly young team. I talked to Coach at the end of the year, and it was interesting. He said to me, it was one of the funnest years I've ever had because I watched this young team grow up before my eyes. Well, you know how that happens. They usually parlay that into success the next year. Let's see how much success. But I think for years, they've been the measuring stick out there, and they're going to be one to watch. I'm intrigued. Rockford was a dangerous out last year, as you know. Uh, let's not forget about you know West Ottawa. I mean, West Ottawa's been able to do some things. There is so much good hockey on the west side, and, and, and I'm not making this up. I asked three different coaches for their top three out there. Three different coaches. They gave me a totally different top three. So if that doesn't tell you the caliber of play out there on the west side, I'm not sure what will. But I'm going to be intrigued to see the pecking order, and that's why we play the game. And here's the beauty. Stop me for a second, okay? Or I'm going to stop me for a second. John, when we think we've got the pecking order figured out, Mm -hmm. we get thrown a curveball. Every time it's, okay, well, it looks like this team's the best over there. This team's the best. Every time it happens, and that's the beauty of hockey at this level. It's time once again for the Coach's Corner, brought to you, as always, by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. Pleasure to talk to this guy. I've known him for a long time. Great guy, great family, doing a heck of a job, not only at Novi, but as a member of the board. Let's welcome him in. Uh, Mark Valucci, kindly joining us. Uh, Coach, always a pleasure to chat with you. Getting ready to drop the puck. I mean, this is, listen, so much planning, so much talking about how teams are going to be. Not only the media a little antsy, I'm sure your coaching staff, your players, a little antsy to drop the puck as well.
2: Oh, for sure. We've uh, Well, first of all, thanks for having me again, guys. And, uh, yeah, we've been practicing for a couple weeks now and we're ready to go.
0: You know, let's start with your team a, a little bit. You know, I remember talking to you about them last year and we talked about them on the show. A, a young team, you challenged this team, the young team responded can't ask for much more than that as a coach and now moving ahead to this year you're going to want to hit that next level
2: for sure you know we lost six seniors from last year's team we uh we actually got five guys back new players and so we're turning a veteran team and uh you know so far the first couple of weeks of practice and our scrimmage against Milford we've uh we've really uh, turned it on and uh I think after halfway through the year last year, we've really uh, turned the corner.
0: You know, for people that haven't seen Novi play yet, uh, they play at Novi Ice Arena. It's a beautiful facility off on of Nick Lidstrom Street, by the way. I mean, let's get that out there. They're paying homage. But um, tell us a little bit about your team. And, you know, for people that uh, maybe are planning to go see a, a Novi-Northville game, that's always a special occasion. Anytime Novi plays out there, it's a special occasion. Tell us a, l- a little bit about your team and a couple of the guys that maybe people should be looking out for.
2: Well, we have uh, six seniors, 12 juniors, and two sophomores on the team. And uh, I think we're led by our th- Three captains: uh, Manish Sharma, who's a forward, senior forward. They're all seniors, and uh, Mike Small, defenseman, and Jay Nadeau, um, another forward. And you know those three guys were voted uh, uh, by all their players to be captains of the team. And those three are expected uh, to step up. Uh, also, uh, Max Rallis, another defenseman, and Sam Lewinsky, two sophomores who got a ton of ice time last year and, and developed. And you know the future uh, looks bright for those two. And Quite uh, honestly, the area where we're suspect in is uh, our goaltending, and we have three uh, goaltenders, senior Lewis Letman, junior Duncan Lowe's, and sophomore Austin Muirhead, and uh, all three guys are competing for the job. and
0: you know, it's interesting you bring that up because a lot of times, you, you know, you hear it said both ways. I'm intrigued to get your thoughts. Um, well, if you have three goalies, you don't have one. But you brought up the C word, and that's competition. And and I think a lot of times what you see is these young men bring out the best in each other. And if the crease rises to the top, that's a good problem to have for any coach anywhere.
2: For sure. You know, uh, you know I, I always use the model of my older brother, Mike, Mike. Uh, just tell the goalie stop the puck you know and uh you know our practice has been really good lately and uh in the competitions there the three goalies are switching around between nets and we've actually added a third net out there a couple times to get them a lot more reps and shots and you know we just uh we'll talk it over as a coach and staff and see who goes and uh you know we got a little bit of a look this summer and fall stuff but uh you know regular season's regular season that's where the you know it's all about winning and We'll give everyone a chance, and we'll go from there.
0: You know, it's interesting, as I mentioned, if you get a chance, go see these uh, guys play out at Novi Ice Arena. I was in the house last year. They scored the five fastest goals in the history of high school hockey, and I'll tell you what, it was something to behold. A lot of firepower out there. A lot of eyes are going to be on Novi. Coach, let's talk a little bit uh, about what you do with the Coaches Association as well. Uh, the coach, Coaches Association, in my humble opinion, you guys have taken – leaps and bounds of not only helping to promote this awesome game the game that we all love but this particular level of the game which is a lot better than people think of you guys have gone out of your way to promote this what are some of the things going on with the coaches association
2: well you know we have our clinics every year one in the UP and one in uh actually had it this year in Holt and Lanson. and one of the great things about that uh, those meetings is we did a kind of a roundtable discussion with all the coaches around the, the area and it was kind of the first time we've done it in, in breakout sessions and we gathered a lot of information from from coaches and, and from far away as the UP and from uh, you know the west side of the state and all over and you know just got some great feedback and we've sent surveys out all the time of getting feedback from from other coaches and it's not just us as a board making decisions we're getting feedback from from, all, from you know from the from our members and you know the biggest thing for us was uh extended playoffs yeah. and that is probably you know we talk about seeding too and i think seeding's coming uh shortly too but you know the playoffs the, the extending the playoffs is just huge and i actually I, I i can't wait to see how it works i think it's going to bring out even better hockey than what we've seen in the two weeks of, of playoffs and you know, giving uh, teams extra rest and having the state quarterfinal at one um, venue for each division is going to be pretty neat to watch and see and just look forward to it.
0: You know, it's amazing because it it is, I mean, look, we we all want to do things that we feel will make the game better, and in due time that stuff will come. But it is amazing, Coach, everybody that I talk to, and I mean everybody that I talk to, One of the first things they said was extending the playoffs. There is a massive difference between cramming it in 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 a little over two weeks and three weeks time. And I think the play on the ice is going to show as well, because how many times have we seen it? A team is gassed when you play that many games back to back. Everybody's going to have the energy.
2: The play should reflect it as well. For sure. For sure. It's uh, just looking forward to it and seeing how it, it works for everyone. And I think it's, it's going to be uh, somewhat, we always talk about level playing field. I think it's going to be level for everyone. And I think it's going to reduce the time of travel. It's going to reduce the time of missing school for teams. And it's just going to be easier for everyone, a lot better.
0: You know, one of the things that I love is, again, Mark Vellucci, the head coach at uh, Novi, kindly joins us. Also on the board, the Coaches Association. One of the things that I've loved in recent years is, and your team certainly knows about this, um, everybody's going to travel. You know, whether it be a tournament, whether it be a showcase, you guys go to the UP. You're seeing teams move all over the place. That's one thing that it seems to me, Coach, everybody's kind of wrapped their arms around and said, all right, let's make that effort to go up to – whether it be Gaylord, to go up to Houghton, to go over to Hancock, whatever the case may be, guys are willing to make those trips now because it just makes the state look better.
2: Not only look better, but, you know, and also Traverse City is a good absolutely there, too, and Alpena and, you know, everywhere around the area. But, you know, we go every year to the UP We're going for, I think this is our 18th year going. Also, Brighton goes with us, and new this year, is going to join. Awesome. Too. So we're awesome. going to have uh, three quality teams coming up there and playing three quality opponents.
0: Talking to some of the guys from the west side as well. They've been active in inviting teams over and wanting to come over themselves. That's the one thing that I've seen with the Coaches Association. It is, it's bigger than the individual. It's bigger than the team. It seems like everybody really is rowing in the same direction.
2: You know, and that's the, I go back to the, the clinic and hold, when we had the roundtables, is, I had, I talked to coaches in there that I never talked to. I never hear them. They talked about their program. They talked about what they do, you know, little things like, uh, parent meetings or which are really important, but, uh, you know, just, it's just a a good feedback from everyone. instead of just giving surveys out uh, like we have been doing, we actually got to talk one-on-one face-to-face, got to hear their, their thoughts. And, uh, we rotated around. I probably met, uh, um, 30 coaches who I've never really had one on one conversation to talk to, and it was just a great, great, uh, great day.
0: Final thing before we go, and once again, Mark Volucci kindly joining us here. Um, Coach, you're one of the few teams, you might be the only team for all I know, you can answer that. You're, you're going to be in the public showcase, you're going to be in the showcase down in Trenton, and you're going to be part of obviously the KLAA MIHL showcase. Uh, number one, what an incredible honor that is. And number two, this is recent. The last couple of years, having the KLA, the MIHL get together. And again, everybody rolling in the, in the same direction. It just works for everybody.
2: Well, I'm going to give props to Coach Mitchell for uh, setting it up and having it uh, in Livonia. And, you know, every year, I think this is our third year of doing it. And the two games we've played have been competitive games. Um, there's been great matchups between all the teams in the league. This year, we're fortunate to play uh, De La Salle and uh, one o'clock on uh, Saturday. But uh, we're, you know, it's just a great time. We're very lucky as Novi. This this is our, uh, we actually just got invited back to Trenton this year. So, yeah, we're fortunate to be one of uh, a few teams to play in all the showcases. Public is, uh, you know, I think right the weekend after uh, Trenton. And, Mm -hmm. you know, those are five competitive games that we're going to play. And it's going to do nothing but help. No vibe for getting ready for playoffs.
0: Yep, no doubt about that. Uh, Mark Vellucci, our guest here on the, the Coach's Corner. Mark, always a pleasure to chat with you. I'll see you at the rink soon, and we'll definitely see you out at Eddie Edgar again. We've been live out there the last couple of years. We'll do it again this year. Best of luck to you this year, Coach. Thank you. Mark Vellucci joining us on The Coach's Corner.
1: Thank you very much, Coach Vellucci, for joining us here on the High School Hockey Preview Show. Sean, you know, the thing about the Coaches Association is the hub, MIHShockeyhub.com. You know, it's the greatest source for hockey schedules, stats, rankings. You know, your thoughts on the It's made
0: our lives as as fans and and yes i'm a fan and and somebody who covers it as a quote-unquote member of the media it's made my job so much easier and i think again you know i keep coming back to this term rowing in the same direction you know when you get the coaches putting the results on there uh putting the the stats on there it it makes life easier and it really is the hub for high school hockey in the great state of michigan
1: and the website is mihshockeyhub.com. All right, Sean, let's get back to our statewide preview, and let's talk about the KLAA. For 11 straight seasons, Sean, you had at least one team from the KLA that made the state final. Expect another great season from the league when you got the two-time defending state champs in Heartland, Lavonia Stevenson. You know, in Brighton, they have won four Division I state titles in the last eight years. You can just go down the list. You got Salem. Plymouth, Canton, Norville, Livonia Churchill, who made the D3 final in 2018, and you have Howell. They had a solid season, and they have Rocky Johnson taking over as the head coach.
0: They're on their way up. You saw it last year. I mean, Howell is definitely on their way up. I I like that Highlanders team last year, and there's a heck of a lot of hockey players out their way, so much like we were talking about Saginaw, I think the future is bright. Rocky's certainly one of the good guys out there. Um, Coach Vento in Plymouth, that's going to be another team to look at. Coach Ossenmacher. I think we've seen that out of the Salem teams. Uh, what a tough out Salem is for anybody. That's just the the way it is. Uh, he puts so much into it. Uh, Jason Reynolds and Churchill, I, I I think it's very interesting. They made that incredible run uh, a couple years ago that fell just short. I thought they were capable of putting a run like that together uh, last year as well, but you know they always have to be a force to reckon with us. And and you know what? You're, you're always going to throw uh, Coach Gadwin and Hartland out there. Dave Mitchell's always going to have a, a tough team with Lavonia Stevenson. But then you add, you know, again, Canton. And the fact that a couple people have said, hey, look look out for this team. You know, not to not to forget, of course, our, our guests, uh, Coach Vellucci and, and Novi. Uh, it, it is top to bottom. It is just a tough, tough league. And I, I think it's... Part of the fun while you have the the KLA-MIHL challenge is, you know, to say, all right, well, let's settle on the ice. Forget the debate. Let's settle on the ice. So I'm really looking forward to being out there per usual.
1: And speaking of the MIHL, let's go right to them. Detroit Catholic Central, the defending Division One state champs. They're the preseason favorite to win the MIHL North Division. Brother Rice, they had a strong end to the regular season before losing to Heartland in the semifinal. Yeah. And we go downriver to Trenton. They won the MIHL South division, and they made it to the state finals for the last two seasons. You know, also, you got in there, you got Gross Point South, Cranbrook, and Warren DLSL. They will have new head coaches going into the season. And we can't forget about Orchard Lake St. Mary's, UOD Jesuit, Port Huron Northern, and Gross point North.
0: I had uh two different guys really, really, really talk up U a D. And so I, I'm intrigued to see what the Cubbies have. One guy went as far as to say he thinks it's the best team that they've had in a few years. Now that's saying a lot because they've had some pretty darn good teams. And I think you remember uh, Ben Charbonneau last year who in in my mind, when we were at the showcase, was it against Plymouth? You know, one of the guys on Plymouth's coaching staff said to me, I think he's the best player in the state, you know, which is which is a, a, a high compliment. But uh um, that's neither here nor there, but uh, John, you know we really liked that Trenton team last year. We talked up Trenton all year, and they got Joey Cremier back too. Yeah, see, that's that's exactly where I'm going with it. You know, because you have to remember, we talked about how young they were last year. Well, guess what? A lot of those guys are back this year. I mean, that is a massive factor. And, you know, I I say this all the time, but I I have all the respect in the world uh, for Chad. Uh, I think Coach Clements has done a great job there, and and he has uh, Trenton at the level that everybody expects uh, Trenton to be. Brother Rice, I'm, I'm really intrigued because that was, in my mind, I hope they take this the right way. A sneaky good team last year, while other while other people were talking about other teams, it was almost like they were going, "Shh, nobody talk about us." We know. So I think Brother Rice could be in that mode again. It begins and ends with Catholic Central. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, they're not only the measuring stick, uh, certainly in Division One. I, I think they're the measuring stick for the entire uh, state of Michigan and 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 for the MIHL. But you you cannot take a night off. You cannot take a night off. And I think that is maybe what separates the MIHL from the rest of the pack because you might get a game in another conference without mentioning teams where, oh, my goodness, well, this team gave that team a tough time. In the MIHL, they can bite you in the in the behind. I mean, there's no doubt about that. So I think that might be one of the things that kind of separates the MIHL from perhaps other leagues around the great state of Michigan.
1: So the MIHL KLA showcase is December 14th at the Eddie Egger Ice Arena. Matchups I know offhand. You got Lavonia Stevenson taking on Trenton, in a rematch of the quarterfinals last year, and then you got CC and Brighton. You got a fantastic lineup. it,
0: it, it is really and and you know I can't think. Uh, all the coaches across the great state of Michigan, enough for your input. And, you know, when we tap you on the shoulder, you're always uh, so giving you your time. To do an event like that and to have so many coaches come out and, and just say, hey, what do you need from me? I'll give you a couple minutes. We did it out in Mount Clemens last year as well. At the MAC. At the, at the MAC. And I I can't thank you guys enough for that. It's it's not only for our benefit, but it's uh, the benefit of the fans out there. So everybody's so giving of their time. And we're going to be tapping you on the shoulder again at Eddie Edgar come December 14th.
1: Yep, and we look forward to being there. And
0: every one of you have to talk to us. Yes. There's an inside joke there and we'll leave it at that. Yes. <laughs>
1: All right. So let's take a look at some of the teams in Oakland County. You know, we talked earlier about Detroit Country Day, the two time defending Division Three State Champs under Frank Novak. Rochester United, what a great job wow. by Brian Kowalski leading them to the division one semifinals. They gave CC a great game last Goaltending.
0: year. Goaltending, yes, goaltend.
1: Goodness. And then we have also had other teams that did well in the OAA yet Farmington United, yep. Birmingham Unified, and Clarkston. You know, I
0: saw Farmington a couple of times. I saw them early in the year and I saw them later in the year. And you know what? I, I love their mentality. They went at it with a gusto last year. And and they realize if if you know if you want people to talk about you. You have to make statements. And you know what? They made statements throughout the year, so props to them. If you do something that's worthy of getting people's attention, well, by golly, we're not doing our job if we don't talk about you. So that's the way that I look at it with, with Farmington and, and, and Birmingham. And, you know, that's not to mention, you know, a lot of the Mac schools that we saw last year that you saw just take a step up and, you know, are you going to be able to continue this? And, you know, there's, there's such still a hotbed of hockey, a dearth of players out in that area. And and to get a lot of these guys to make the decision to say, I'm sticking with high school. I want to go play for my school. It just makes everything better. And it's really cool, especially to the players out there, that you guys are doing that, that you're realizing guys are able to move on. More on that later. But that's the cool thing is we're starting to break that that narrative that you can't move on. Well, guys are moving on, so that narrative has been shattered as far as I'm, as I'm concerned.
1: You just touched about Macomb County. Let's go to Macomb County. The MAC conference, I seem like it's been under the radar the last few years. you got a few those you know, teams that are a little sneaky. Yeah. You have – Utica is now under Bob Hall, you know, always up there every year, Macomb, Dakota, and then a team on the rise the last few years is Lance Cruz Unified.
0: Yeah, I mean, that to me, that's the cool thing. When the opportunity presents itself, you want to catch a team. You know, when you have that opportunity to make a, a big statement, and you know what the cool thing is? It, to me, it's not about, well, we played this team from the other conference tough enough. No, these guys want to win. They want to make their statement. And, you know, that that's the really cool thing to me, and, you know, uh, uh St. Clair Shores Unified is another team that, that uh, you know, my, my cousin is there and they took a big step up. So this is going to be one of those things, John, where um, the, the opportunity is going to be there for a lot of those schools that we saw. And they put on one heck of a showcase, I might add, out uh, at Mount Clemens. The opportunity is going to be there for them to make a bigger statement on, on the statewide platform.
1: We're moving west now to Washtenaw County. In its first year as coach at Ann Arbor, Father Gabriel Richard, Clint Weber led the Irish to the Division III quarterfinals. Ann Arbor Pioneer made it interesting against Trenton in the Division II regionals last season. And you got Ann Arbor Skylines, Saline, Chelsea in that competitive SEC conference.
0: Well, for just we'll start here because one coach uh, told me, look out for Pioneer. So that, that might be another team that maybe we, we keep an eye on. A heck of a lot of good hockey out there. We, we had a chance to to go see Saline a couple times. I, I really like what they did. Now, they missed some parts this year. There's no two ways about that. But there were a lot of uh, underclassmen to, to like on that team. Uh, we've talked up Clint Robert for a while. And even at his days at
1: Northville, Clint.
0: Thanks for making us look smart. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to do, but you made us look, look smart. I mean, Clint's one of the good guys, and you know he did such a tremendous job there. So you know, again, that's an area. And uh, lest we forget, out in Chelsea, and of course they do such a great job uh, hosting the the public uh, school showcase. There are a lot of teams out there, John. That much like we were talking about the MAC, and I hope you take this as the positive that it is. If, if, if you think that you're just going to beat them, you got another thing coming. I mean, there are teams out there that are capable. Uh, I'm really intrigued at, at, at Skyline. I like their jerseys. We had their jerseys last year. But you know what? You saw them take a step up as well. So a lot of good hockey being played all over the state. Washington, no exception.
1: All right. And finally, in our statewide preview, we are going downriver. I river. see what you did. You saved the best for last, yes. didn't you, John? I wonder where I live. Downriver guy. <laughs> And finally, to the Metro League, Woodhaven had the most wins in school history last year with 21, but they got to replace the Player of the Year finalist in Zach Robinson, who led the team with 64 points. Allen Park is a program. He seems to be up there in the Metro League. Mm-hmm. You got Wyandotte Roosevelt and Liggett looking to approve from last season. I was told to look out for Allen Park-Cabrini. Mm. That's a, a team that could you know sneak up, fly under the radar. And then you got riverview Gabriel Richard under Ricky DeSanta. They have made the Division III semifinals the last two seasons. They also got a goaltender back in Drew Adams. The thing about Gabriel Richard, their regular season record might not show it, but they're always battle tested. They always play the non conference opponents really well to get tested before they go on and play in the playoffs.
0: Well, and you know what? There's something to be said for that. And that's why I really think, and this works. For all of us. I think you're seeing more teams do that. Say, let's load up our schedule. Let's get ready come playoff time. I'm intrigued at Woodhaven this year because I I think as great as Zach Robinson was, and he was, uh, if, if I'm Woodhaven right now, you know what? I got a little chip on my shoulder. Because everybody's talking about Zach Robinson and maybe overlooking that team a little bit. And I mean that as as a compliment both sides, both to to Zach, because he was a, an incredible player to watch, and to Woodhaven. They were a really good team. Uh, make no mistake about that. I saw Allen Park a, a couple times. I, I thought they were a team that, you know, they had their ups and downs, but... They played hard, and I don't care what anybody says. There's something to be said for playing hard. They came at you, and, you know, there comes that point in time in a game where you kind of get tired. Here they come again, and Allen Park uh, came at you. I, I saw them a couple times last year. So you're, you're right. I, I think River Riverview Gabriel Richard, um, you know, a really good athletic department out there. It might be time for them to take the next step.
1: It, they, I, I hear that they have a lot of young talent. Yep, and they're gonna, they're going to be ready to go once the season starts.
0: I like that everybody kind of plays each other down there too, regard regardless of regardless of what what league you're in. I like that everybody plays each other down there. So, um, hey, listen, newsflash: there's good hockey downriver. Okay, and it's been that way for a long time, and it's going to continue to be that way.
1: All right, so before we let you go here on the High School Hockey Preview, Sean, it's been a great great show. Oh, it's so much fun. Almost 30% of Michigan-born players playing in the NHL this season is from Michigan high school hockey. This week, we want to profile one of them in Jerome Mayhew. He played his high school hockey at Wyandotte Roosevelt. In 2011, he helped lead the Bears to the Division II state title over Brother Rice. He was named Mr. Hockey that year. And after Roosevelt, he played two seasons for Cedar Rapids Mm -hmm. before going to play at Ferris State, where he scored 54 goals in his college career with the Bulldogs. He signed with the Minnesota Wild minor league affiliate, the Iowa Wild in 2017. Gerald got the call up to the Minnesota Wild in his first game on October 16th. He scored his first NHL goal against Toronto. He played in five more games scoring one more goal before being sent down to Iowa. So, Sean, talk about Gerald's days at Roosevelt and how you can play high school hockey and make it to college and even pro hockey.
0: You know, it was interesting that year, John, I, I, I did the play-by-play for the semifinals and, and the finals, and we were on uh, Fox Sports Detroit, and that was such a fun team to watch. If you remember, that top line
1: was unbelievable. You had Mayhew, Nick Kovalchuk, and Tyler Grove You got it. And they had about total 160 goals. They were, and, and
0: Chase Schmintu, if I'm not... Was right, the goalie. Was their goaltender, and they, they were just a fun, fun team to watch, and they knocked off Brother Rice that afternoon. Uh, actually, you know who I did the game with that day was uh, Scott Locke. Uh, oh. Scott Locke was my, my color commentator, but... Well, it was great, John, because I think both you and I are in the the Mike Quint fan club, and he got himself a championship, and and that was awesome. He's done so many things, not only uh, for Wyandotte Roosevelt, but uh, for for high school hockey as a whole. So that was a fun team to watch. But here's another example of a young man that, you know what, he chose to stay at school. He he was rewarded by getting himself an opportunity at Ferris State, was part of some very good uh, Coach Daniels teams at Ferris State, and... This is the old adage, going back to a a spot that we did, John, going back six years ago. I had, uh, as a matter of fact, Mark Vellucci's brother, Mike, on. And at the time, he was the general manager and coach of the Plymouth Whalers. And, of course, he's moved on to winning the Calder Cup last year with Carolina's Farm Club uh, in Charlotte. And now he he coaches Pittsburgh's Farm Club, was assistant general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes as well. And, And his quote rings true. If you can play, we'll find you. And when I say that, John, it isn't just for the OHL. I was very fortunate to do broadcasts in the OHL for about 15 years. They'll find you in the OHL. I was very fortunate to do USHL broadcasts. They'll find you in the USHL. I can't tell you how many games I did where they had USHL guys. I, John, I had an opportunity to do games up at Michigan State. I saw high school guys up there. I had an opportunity to do a game in the National Hockey League. I yeah. saw high school guys up there with my own two eyes, caught up to a couple guys that I got to know really well. So this is this is a case, John, where, uh, again, I think we're starting to, to – to Blow this narrative out of the water. That you have to go here or you have to go there. No, no, you're playing high school hockey. Trust me when I say this. I always say this to people. Go to one. Go to one of the showcases. Go. Go to. We're going to be out in a couple of weeks. Out at Eddie Edgar. I'm telling you right now. As a matter of fact, I'm challenging you. A. Come on out. Say hello to us. And then B. Look in the corner of the stands. You see all those guys with the notepads and the cup of coffee? Yep. They're scouts. There are scouts from every league out there. There are scouts from, uh, you know, you name the league. They're out there. There are college scouts. There are guys that wear two hats for this league or for that league. So, again, if you don't believe me, go and see for yourself. Go to the Trenton Showcase. Go to the the KLA MIHL Showcase. You can see it for yourself. So, to me, John, I think the word is out that, yes, indeed, you can get to where you want to be if you play in high school. And that is also why you've seen the level of playing the high school go like that.
1: All right, so that's it for the State Champs High School Hockey Preview. We're going to be back December 4th. We actually have a new name of the show. It's going to be called State Champs Hockey Time. It's going to be Hockey Time. Oh! Cool. Here, yeah. So. so when are we back, December 4th? Yeah, we'll be back December 4th. We'd like to wish every one of you guys a happy Thanksgiving. And what Sean always says at the end of the show, we'll see at the rink.
0: State Champs! High School Hockey Preview is presented by Alta Equipment Company, Michigan's number one construction equipment provider with over 40 brands. Get the right equipment for your project every time. Also brought to you by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. For all things Michigan high school hockey, go to the hub at mihshockeyhub.com.